we're back at it again. What's up? I'm so glad you could stop by. I'm so excited about this next Bible study that we're just gonna skip the introduction. Is okay with you? But today, if you ever pay attention, you rarely hear anybody teaching on how much God loves you or how badly he wants a relationship with us. Like, don't get me wrong, we teach about all the other important stuff, but we forget to teach people how much God loves you. So today, that's exactly what we're gonna do. So we're gonna call this Bible study the study of the intimate God, because it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what your background is, God loves you. Period. So our first scripture is going to come from the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 6 and that's the crazy thing about the book of Hebrews. Nobody really uh, really knows who wrote it. I personally believe it was, a, it was a group of guys but normally when people ask me that question I say yeah I know who wrote it. God wrote it. God wrote the whole book. He wrote the whole Bible. But in Hebrews the writer is basically saying this God chastened those whom he loved. That word chasten means to discipline or to or you know to basically do as a as a as a as a parent does to their child but what the writer is basically saying is this God loves us so much that he deals with us like a parent deals with his child I'm gonna put it like this God loves you so much that when you step out of line or when you mess up he's gonna deal with you because he loves you I often put it like this I know some people disagree with whoopings and all this other stuff but guess what in my house we we do whoopings and that doesn't necessarily mean you gotta whip your child to discipline but how I often what I often say to my wife when I have to whip her is this I if you if I don't whoop you you're not my child I don't discipline you you are not my child that's what and that's the meaning behind that scripture in Hebrews we just went over if God doesn't deal with you then how can you say you're his child he has to deal with you and like I said in the last Bible study when we uh, just got done talking about the Holy Spirit sometimes and again this is just my own personal relationship with him but sometimes when Isaiah starts acting crazy, he deals with me. Oh yeah, he hurts my feelings sometimes. But again, he does that not because he's mad at me. He deals with me because he deals with me in that way because he loves me. I am his child. He is my father. He's going to deal with me like a father deals with his son. And again, it is all because he loves us. This scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 4, verse 24. And we know who the speaker in this one is. It's Jesus. Basically, what he's saying in this scripture is this. God's calling for a new form of worship. A worship where we worship God in spirit and in truth. Now, for those that, uh, that's been following us ever since we were doing the old, real old school Bible studies when we were live and stuff, I oftentimes I would explain it this way. When you worship in spirit, that's the only way you can be close to God because God is spirit. And that's something that Jesus said in that scripture that I didn't say. He First, he starts off the scripture by saying God is spirit. And the only way we can be close to him is through spirit, right? Now, let me go in a little, a little bit for, further deeper into that. That is why it is so important to know who the Holy Spirit is. Let me explain that a little bit further because the Holy Spirit is our connection between us in God but that connection can only be established through the Lord Jesus Christ just to get back on topic to worship him in spirit basically means to worship him in in, in, in the purest of intimacy the the that type is that type of intimacy that goes deeper than the relationship that a husband and a wife have or any kind of deep relationship you have with anybody God wants you to be personal with him in other words that's what Jesus is saying in this part he wants you to worship him in spirit if you're gonna worship somebody in, if you're gonna worship God in spirit you have to worship him you have to be close to him in other words if you want to be close to him you have to keep you have to make it a hundred percent personal with him 
And that's what he's getting at. You, if you're gonna worship God in spirit, you have to be, you have to be a hundred percent personal with him. And the other part of that that Jesus said in spirit and in truth. We all know what truth means, honesty, but real with God. So when you're personal or when you're honest with somebody, it creates one thing intimacy and that's the point that i'm trying to get with the scripture and that's the reason why i brought this scripture into this bible study god longs to have an intimate and personal relationship with us but the only way that can, that relationship can be established is by first accepting his son the lord jesus christ into our lives next scripture comes from the book of psalms and david is a speaker of course and we're uh, basically looking in the chapter 37 verse 25 and what david is saying is this I was young and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken or even their children begging for bread. And what David is basically saying is this, God will take care of his own. What I don't understand is how so many children of God, people that claim that they love the Lord so much, think that God will just let all hell and high water break loose just for the sake of breaking loose or that he won't take care of them. What kind of God do you think we serve? Oh, don't you know that God will take care of us? All jokes aside, let's be real for a second. Why do some of us think that God won't take care of his own children? I can tell you why. It's because we have got, we've created this own, matter of fact, I put it like this. Sin has created a mindset within us to make us think that God, God ain't gonna take care of you. And, it's, and the reason why that is, is because it's trying to destroy that level of faith that you need to have in but God will take care of you. Always keep that in mind. He loves you too much. He, he cares about you too much. He longs for you too much just to, just, to, just to not take care of you. You are precious to him. He looks at you and he sees him. God loves you too much to not take care of you. Next verse that we have comes from the book of Exodus chapter 34 verse 14. And basically we all know Moses is the speaker, but is God speaking through Moses? And what God is basically saying, and he's speaking to the children of Israel at the time, what he's basically saying is this, in this verse, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. We all know that means idolatry. I brought that scripture up just to show everybody something. I want everyone to see this. God is a very, very, very jealous God. And he wants you all to himself. Wrong, I'm not saying that you can't have relationships with other people, you can't have friends, you can't have certain things. But when we put those things before God, or we make it more of a habit to, you know, entertain those things or those people more than we entertain God, then there's a problem. We rouse up his jealousy when we do that. And anything that we place before him, anything that we make more important than spending time with him, he will shut it down. Trust me, I mean down. And the reason why is because of this. God is our master and he is our creator, correct? And the minute we put something above him, we're saying that, hey, this is our new master. This is, this is what we bow to now. We don't bow to you anymore. So God's gonna look at that as another master to you. And we can't have two masters. He's not gonna take a second seat to nobody. And he wants you all to himself. He doesn't wanna have to share your heart with your boyfriend, with your wife, with your child. He wants that kind of love that transcend all of that. 